Hi there! Welcome to Women Making Big Sales. This is a podcast to help female business owners and consultants to get more business or corporate clients. My name is Melinda Chen. I've been selling to business clients around the world and in different industries for the past 20 years, and I've closed eight figures in sales. I'm here to share with you all my sales strategies, secrets, and tactics to help you sell faster and easier. More importantly, I want to help you sell with more joy and purpose. Remember, sales is about taking one step at a time to make consistent progress. Don't forget to join our amazing online community where we keep you motivated. Provide feedback whenever you need it the most, and share the best sales strategies to help you land business clients. Simply search B2B Women Making Big Sales on Facebook or LinkedIn. Let's go get more clients. Hello, welcome to this episode's Women Making Big Sales. Today we're going to be talking about your sales success plan. Um, I love having a plan. I'm an organizer. I like to plan. I like to have my、um, to-do list and、uh, the task list. So I love to have that plan so that I can break them down into individual tasks, and I can focus on completing my task one at a time. So whenever I do things, that is the first thing I do. I start planning. So when it comes to sales, I've got to have my sales plan as well. So I call it the sales success plan. There are five stages for me every time when I have to get into an industry, a new industry,、uh, or a new target audience, a group of target target audience. I always start with a plan, and I try to keep my plan as easy as possible because I think that if we try to complicate too much, then we get into this analysis paralysis. For me, sales is always about creating the sales momentum. So you got to get things done as soon as possible so that you can start taking action because that is how you're going to get the result and start having that data and start analyzing your data and get better. So I want to keep my plan as simple as possible. Ideally, I want to plan that I can constantly.、Um, I I remember it, and it become really easy for me to to analyze whenever I'm trying to figure out、um, what to with the next step. And also, a plan is also a,、um, an opportunity or a tool for me to、um, block whenever I feel stuck. And a tool for me to brainstorm. So whenever I feel challenges or I feel stuck、um, in my sales, I look back to my plan and I ask myself, "What should I focus on? Which part of this sales success plan should I focus on? And how do I stay?、Uh, how do I、uh, get unstuck?" So I absolutely love love my sales success plan and look forward to sharing with you today. So first of all, before we get to the sales success plan, I want to share with you a question that a lot of women ask me, and that is the difference between sales and marketing. We go after business clients, and a lot of times we need to post on social media, and some of our clients get into our.、Um, 
our newsletter. And, um, and sometimes we send out messages, LinkedIn messages or emails to our prospective clients. So where, which part of this process or which part of our, sell, our, our activities constitute marketing activities and which part constitute sales activities? So first of all, I want to encourage you to kind of imagine yourself planning a Christmas party, a dinner party, birthday party, just planning a party. So the first thing you might do when you're planning a party and trying to invite people to join your party is to call up people you know, people that would love this party and invite them to this party. So when you call people up and start having that one-on-one conversation, that is the sales part. But you might want to expand the um, the reach and let more people know about it. So you might post the event on maybe a Facebook group you belong to or on your social media page and tell people that, hey, if you want to join, just click here and then I'll send you the information. You know that it's a message that comes from you and that expands to many people. So that is your marketing activities. When people, for example, if you post something, um, if you put something on your website and ask people to download and they will have to enter your e- uh, their email to download something, to download your freebies and they belong to your newsletters. The newsletters you send out, these are the marketing messages and marketing activities. And normally when we send out to, if we have one-on-one conversation with our prospective clients, either on LinkedIn or through emails, that would be the sales activities. Sales become especially important when you're going after decision makers, corporate clients, business clients, because a lot of times the business clients, a lot of founders, VPs and CEOs or directors, they don't go out there and start leaving their company emails and try to get freebies. Because first of all, they probably have a team of um, people supporting them. So they don't really need to download a freebie to get that checklist and things like that. So they might not be as open to giving out their business emails to get that freebie. And a lot of times, sometimes when they give out their emails, they don't often give out their business emails. They might give out their personal emails. So that is where sales become really important. Sales becomes important when you have to reach out to your prospective client one-on-one and have that personal conversation. And plus, oftentimes when you sell to business clients, you're going after five, six-figure deals. So today we're going to be really focusing on the sales part and that is that one-on-one conversation with your prospective clients. We're going to put aside our marketing part and I really look forward to talking to you about my marketing, the marketing, um, some marketing strategies to going after business clients in the future. But today we are going to be focusing on the sales part. So for me, there are five different five stages to selling to corporate clients. So the first stage is build the list. You want to build list. And I love saying, I love using the word list because I want, for me, I'm a, I am a planner and I want to have a clear idea how many people I've reached out. So when I build list, that means that I want to be clear in terms of who I'm going after, especially when it comes to going after business clients, Building the list is the foundation of your sales plan. Think about this. If you're reaching out to people that have an urgent need you can solve, naturally, 
when you start sending out the messages, they are going to respond to your messages. So building a good list, a list of prospective clients that have challenges you can solve, a list of prospective clients that would be open to getting messages from you, you are building a foundation to a successful sales plan. So whenever you're thinking about building the list, please start thinking about, you know, who your target clients are and focus on the industry. You know, the industry that can really help you stand out and an industry that have, again, urgent challenges that you can solve. The better the list, the more successful your entire sales plan or sales campaign is going to be. So that would be my first, first, um, first, first um, stage is the building the list. And then now we're going to think about create your hook. Creating your hook is basically creating a reasons to reach out to your prospective clients. You are, when we reach out to prospective clients, first of all, they might be just the introduction. I think a lot of women, we get stuck when we don't know what happens afterwards. You know, a lot, you know, what should we talk about after that initial introduction? Naturally, we want people to to buy from us or we want to have them as our clients. But what else should we talk about? So I would always think about a hook, a reasons to call these people. Don't make it too complicated. A hook is a simple reason of uh, reaching out to people to invite to your event or reach out and say, hey, I love what you're doing these days. I love what your company's doing these days and would love to get together and get to know you better. Keep it simple. Keep it simple when it comes to your hook. So when you're when it comes to creating a hook, always try to be helpful when you are providing value, people are going to respond to you, um, to your messages. So really always think about, ask yourself when you are thinking of uh, creating that hook, ask yourself, how do I help people capture opportunities? You know, what, what are the opportunities they've ha- they have and overcome challenges? Maybe they've got some challenges and you can be creative and find ways to... Uh, create a hook to help them. It's all about being creative. I love at this point to write down tons of different uh, different ideas for my hook. Keep it simple and be creative. Be willing to just be there, genuinely help people. It's about that attitude of always be helpful. If you focus on helping people, people are going to respond to you. And the hook can even, even when you're thinking about the hook, Always remember, it's as simple as inviting somebody to your party. Remember, we talked about at the beginning, sales is a simple gesture of inviting people to your party. Sometimes people might say, yes, I, am, I, can, I can make it great and look forward to seeing you there. And sometimes they might say, well, the timing is not great, but maybe next time. That's it. That's it about sales. So always be ready to invite people to your party and be helpful. So that's stage number two. We've got the building list. So we have a group of people we want to help, we want to support. The second thing is we create your hook, create a reasons why you're reaching out to people. The third stage is create messages. It's about creating personalized messages that feels real, that feels authentic, that feels like you. When you show part of yourself, then people are going to feel more open to you. Today's world, people are constantly bombarded by sales messages on LinkedIn and on their emails, on their social media platforms. 
people are tired of those generic sales messages. They want what they want is they want to be treated like individuals as individuals. We talked about sales here is about one to one conversations. So when we're reaching out to people, it's about people to people. And that mindset is going to set you up for a genuine, purposeful, joyful sales conversations. A lot of people often ask me, hey, how do you stay positive and joyful after so many years of selling, selling, selling? Guess what? I've got tons of rejections. But I have to say, I love what I do and I love the part. I love sales. The reason why I love it is because of mindset, the foundation of treating people, whoever I'm selling to, treating them as people and always remind me why I'm doing this. I love sales because I love helping people. I love helping people solve their challenges. And I love the creative aspect of finding solutions and finding win-win opportunities for both parties. So when you're creating messages, first thing is make it personal. Avoid any generic messages. I know that we're always looking for that perfect script, but in reality is that people are looking for that genuine you. I love to, you know, I love to stay really casual when I write messages. So I often use exclamation marks or um, I often, you know, use simple languages when I write um, my uh, sales messages because I want people to feel like this is a message coming from a friend rather than a generic sales message. And another way to make sure that your message is not salesy is to customize those messages. If you can mention something personal of the um, of your prospective client, talk about previous sales conversation you had, or talk about you know what you noticed, their LinkedIn post, or the latest company news. Whatever you can find, whatever information you can find online about this particular company, industry, or this person you are more likely to create this customized, highly personal and highly uh, um, authentic message. So the third stage is writing that message. Build list, create. so I'm just gonna talk about from stage one to three, build list, stage one, stage two, create your hook, and stage three, um, write your message. So here's where you might be going back to stage two and stage three, because the stage four is lead your sales meeting. Every time we reach out to our prospective clients, our goal is getting them to meet with us. We sell five, six, seven figures. Our business prospects, they want to meet with us. They want to know who they're dealing with. And that would be the most important goal. So what you're trying to do is get your prospect to meet with you. That would be stage four. So before you get to stage four, oftentimes um, you might have to go back to stage two and create another hook and uh, write your message. Because I mentioned before that we are reaching out to prospective clients and to invite them to a party. Sometimes they might not have time to join us for that party, right? So what we're trying to do is that we want to invite them to the party again. So for example, you might have sent out a message and they said, sorry, I can't make it. Sorry, the timing's not right. So you want to create another hook and then reach out to them again. So stage two and three, you might continue to do stage two and three 
for four times, five times. But the end, your goal is to get them to meet with you to sales meetings. So you're going to go to stage four of the sales meeting, lead them to meet with you and get a better understanding of your prospective client's needs. And once you get to that sales meeting, that is when you dig deeper and have a deeper understanding of your prospective clients. That is also the opportunity to showcase yourself as the trusted partner. You are there to, first of all, understand their needs and you are going to be the partner to solve their challenges. So that is the sales meeting. There's so much to talk about in that sales meeting to really create that trust and credibility. But once you have that sales meetings, then it's about closing sales, how to ask for sales, how to create the sales proposal that is going to help you stand out from your competitors. A lot of times we might have to compete for account and some of our competitors might be a bigger, more established companies. And how do we stand out and how do we communicate to our prospective clients that we are your ideal partner? But that is basically stage one to five. Let me just um, summarize it. Stage one would be build your list. Find a, a group of people that have the challenges, urgent challenges you can solve. Stage two, create your hook. Start to brainstorm, start to be creative and ask yourself, how do I reach out to them to build that trust and credibility? How do I always be helpful? How do I find ideas to um to help them somehow and stage three create a personal simple to understand succinct and uh, customized messages that feels authentic to you that feels real to your to you stage four start to lead your sales meetings once you get the yes to meeting with you then how do you um so how do you plan your sales meetings so that first of all you can understand the unique challenges dig deeper and understand the unique challenges of the people you are meeting with and how do you lead, lead that sales meeting for them to um, want to see you as that ideal partner and the last thing is how do you compete for your sales proposal and making sure that you win that proposal and you land those people, those companies and uh, convert them to your ideal clients. That's it. These are the five steps to um, your five steps to successful your, um, your sales success plan. What do you think? Where are you? Uh, right now in terms of your sales success plan. So here's the action step for you. And um, the first action step for you is start writing it down. Write that five steps down. And uh, the second step is ask yourself, look at that five steps. Ask yourself right now, where do I want to focus on? Where am I in my sales success plan? Is a building list, is it create your hook or a create your message or try to lead a successful sales meeting or try to make sure that I get the meet uh, sales. And then the third step is once you've decided what which stage you want to focus on, break them down to individual tasks. If you're building a list, then ask yourself, what do I want to achieve to build a successful list? And that's it. That is how you make progress is you focus on one stage at a time and uh, continue to make progress. 
All right, I hope this is useful for you. Let me know if you have any questions. Make sure to join our Facebook group if you want to ask any questions. And I look forward to the next episode. See you. Bye. I hope you enjoyed our episode today. For more sales tips, visit womenmakingbigsales.com or join our Facebook or LinkedIn community by searching B2B Women Making Big Sales. Talk to you next time. Bye.